The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences and is suitable for all ages. camera staircases can be quite slippery. You could have marred the books. I know. Dreadful business. I think this one has a scratch on it. Here. Let me help you up, young man. Why don't you leave your notes with me and pick them up later after you've had a bit of a kip? Thanks, Warren. Do come along, Worsley. I'll see you back to your rooms. Let me just rest a moment here. Oh. Are you quite certain nothing is seriously injured? Only a few bruises. It was the hardback war and peace, I think. Next time, consider writing a paper on one of his shorter works. The Death of Ivan Ilyich, for example. Quite undervalued in literary circles. I'll keep that in mind. Professor, I think I am badly hurt. Oh? I've just gone blind, and I'm hearing things. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Maudlin Series 4, Episode 5, Lekester on Grisla. Nonsense. That is only because we are suddenly in a dark cavern that is rather moist. You see it too? Of course not. It is pitch black. How could I be seeing anything? I mean, we aren't by the library any longer. A logical conclusion. Should we sit here until it goes away? The library is incapable of walking. It is a building. I know that. My eyes are beginning to adjust and I see a faint glimmering. I believe I shall go explore. Wait! Don't leave me all alone. Who knows what could be in here? Precisely. And the longer we stay in one place, the easier it would be for a fell creature to discover our whereabouts. But what if it's another enchanted princess? All the more reason for her not to discover your whereabouts. Oh, come off it. I snobbed one princess. Four, I believe. You're just jealous. Hardly. Perhaps there's treasure. Oh, another one of those gin lamps. Or a three-headed bird-like monster with blood dripping off its beaks. Or that, but... Run! Through here, Professor. The opening is so small, it can't fit.
Bother. Those were my favorite trousers. I had only just bought them. I think we're safe here. This creature knows the cavern complex better than we. I dare say it shall find a way round soon enough. At least it gives us a bit of a breather. Or not. <sighs> well, we need to hold on until we're drawn back to Maudlin. Before us, lose another narrow cavern. I see it, Professor! There appear to be no escape routes from this cave, and its dome ceiling is quite low. We should be relatively safe from harm. I think I stepped on a twig. Hold on. I found something round and smooth. Perhaps one of the creature's eggs? Wait, no, it seems to be broken halfway down. I feel something on the cavern floor as well. Long and gracious, I believe it is a thigh bone. And this isn't a broken egg at all. It's a skull, and here's another one, and some ribs. It makes no sense. It does to me. Clearly these are previous victims of that thing. No, for so large a creature could hardly fit through the entrance. Perhaps it spits the bones out after it devours them. That does not explain the pile of jewels and crowns I have discovered. At least I presume that is what they are from the feel of the gems and the gold filigree. Dragons have treasure troves? Indeed, but that was no dragon. It was a three-headed monstrous bird. I do believe this is an ancient burial mound and not a natural cavern system at all. And the creature? A guardian, perhaps. Why couldn't they have had a dog? Or a llama? I hear the riff. We're safe! to temporarily borrow my mace, not permanently possess it. But what if another wolf attacks? I'll need weapons. I thought you were fond of guns. Yeah, but I found they don't usually work on these here mythological beasties. I am taking my mace, and that is final. You may have my falchion. But I don't know how to use it. What about your kopesh? Hardly. It's my only link to Sophie Roberts, having an ancient Egyptian weapon around. What about your tan shirt with the silver buttons? Fine. Awesome. So where exactly are you moving to? Affordable, I mean. We shall be sharing Miss Worsley's house for now. She has three extra bedrooms and no automobile. I shall be splitting the bills and bringing my roadster. Not to mention I may require her assistance with acclimating Crania to live in the 1930s. Great. At least y'all be nearby if something comes up. Atherton, I was caught in the cavern with a flesh-eating bird and piles of bones. Do you have any weapons? Ask Westbrook. He's the one who borrowed most of them. Hey, just two, and I was going to return them. Okay, maybe not, but I need them. I'm afraid mine are all packed, old boy. You're moving out already? Worsley, I'm getting married. 
Not to mention I could no longer live here after term ended. I should have left weeks ago. In that case, may I have your rooms? They are better panelling and are closer to the entrance. I am not the one to address your inquiry of such matters too. This should be the final case. Could you lot check around to make sure I haven't missed anything? Sure thing. Ah! Here's a pencil that rolled under the desk. Can I keep it? I'm sure the world will not end if you nick one of my pencils. You already have two pairs of my trousers and half my shirts. Really, Westbrook, there is such a thing as washing clothes. Yeah, but technically it is a modern invention. I mean, up until recently, nobody washed anything. If it got too horrid, they'd toss it out or give it to a lower member of society. Think about the court of Louis XIV, for example. They... I thought he came by for a weapon. Indeed. He could at least have taken the pencil. Yeah, he could have poked at the bird's eyes with it or something. this time. He was right. The cavern walls are covered with inscriptions. I do believe this is a burial mound, which means there must be a way out. Seems to be in ruins. It seems familiar. Ah, there you are, Worsley. Found a torch as well, I see. It seems we are in Ireland. I found the entrance to the mound, but it was blocked off with a heavy stone. Perhaps, with your assistance, it could be moved aside. Sounds like a plan. Have you seen that... thing? Not as of yet. I did find more chambers of remains. This way. It appears we're about to enter a royal vault. Look at the knotwork decoration on the inset pillars. Even in this light, it is spectacular. Quite so. We must traverse it before reaching the primary tunnel. Odd. The bones have been jumbled together like the other rooms, and its treasures knocked hither and thither. No doubt caused by the monster. Look at this helm! It's almost entirely encrusted with jewels. Can't have been very practical in battle. A ceremonial piece. Some odd things in here as well. I think this was part of a boat, and there is a pile of feathers in that corner. Pity we cannot bring anything back. I know a girl that would fancy this brooch. Odd how it was on its own pedestal. I'll just pick it up and... Worsley, the archway. What archway? Where I am shining the torch. That's only another wall. It is now. Professor, maybe that wasn't just a pile of feathers. We're trapped. Quick, back the way we came. There must be a weapon somewhere in the treasure. An axe or sword. You look for one. I'll distract the bird. Johnny Drew. How would you like a silver basin thrown at your heads, eh? Or what about this urn? Here, Wesley. A dagger. Thanks, but keep digging for something a bit more substantial. 
believe that only upset the creature. Professor, try that rotten chest in the corner. Doc, where's this? <gasps> Next time after to ask me to help him pack his things, I shall turn them down. Axes. Capital. Would you prefer a double-bladed or a throwing variety? This one has rather a fine balance to it. I don't care! Just toss me a bloody weapon! It is coming round again. Watch out for that left head! Which one it is weaving round? Don't let it hit you with its tail! Are the barbs lethal? No, but I think I'm allergic to feathers. <laughs> Fire on you, foul beast. Now we've got two heads upon your vile ball. Make that one. Well struck. I'll keep it occupied while you cut the final head. Perhaps I should borrow one of Atherton's swords permanently, like Westbrook did. No need. I shall bring you one from my family home. We have hundreds of them in the armory left over from the Civil War. That would be lovely, Professor. Worsley? Yes? You still owe me a paper by the end of today. is ruined. Has Atherton brought his things over yet? Yes, he is upstairs unpacking. It will be so much more convenient to have him here. That five-mile walk into Oxbridge seems longer every day. Not to mention when bringing home shopping. Jane, you can always ring me to bring a car round. I hate to interrupt your studies. Oh, Nigel's here. Blimey! What happened? Long story. May I borrow a sword of some sort for a week? Oh, no. I've heard this one before. The prof said he could get me one later, but I don't want to be trapped in a magical cavern with a monster again without something to hand. <sighs> Very well. Have the copish. I know Sophie would appreciate your having it. You think so? I do sometimes wonder what she's about. It seemed rather dangerous in ancient Egypt. Why don't we all go for a drink? Any pubs here about? The white horse is down the road. Brews on May. And I, the mighty warrior of Mikan, shall sally forth into the haunted mound and slay the island Traken. For centuries shall my name be praised with renown and songs of this victory. Stand forth, island! I call thee a battle! Hello? Sire? What is it, my squire? I think someone beat you to it. The island's heads have already been severed. 
The creature is slain. Yep. Hoy Dergai, I am insulted. Never mind. We shall tell the folk of this kingdom that a monster has been vanquished. But we didn't do it. Whatever mighty prince and warrior felt the beast has not tarried to bask in glory, and we were the first to enter and view the dead beast. I see. So what they don't know can't hurt them? No, you finally understand how history is written, lad. Maudlin Series 4, Episode 5, Lekester on Griesler. Featuring the voice talent of Mark Kalita as Percy Atherton. At least living five miles off would keep my clean shirt safe from Westbrook. Peter Franson as John Westbrook. Mm, don't count on it, mate. David MacGyver as Nigel Worsley. Can I borrow one? No! Bruce Busby as Lord David Cecil. I am still waiting for that paper. Kim Giannopoulos as Miss Jane Worsley. Nigel, are you procrastinating again? No. Shame on you. Carrie Ayers as Library Guard Warren. Oi, show me your university ID. Sorry, here you are. This expired three weeks ago. You'll have to... Come back here, young lady. Tea while we wait. Of course. I'll be mum. Ah, had to give him the slip. Uh, I, I mean, the correct ID. <laughs> Stevie K. Farnaby as the hero Amigan. Hero! Oh, I didn't even get to slay the beast. Stevie K. Farnaby as the island Trechnin. Benedict Groves as Squire. Well, here's your chance. At last! Um, must we have a giant dead bird with us here in the room? Indeed, it is putting me off my tea. Don't worry, almost done. Written, cast and directed by Alexa Chipman. Produced, engineered and co-directed by Stevie K. Farnaby. Music by Spare Parts at bfb.com slash spareparts. Please visit their website to purchase entire albums and support independent artists. Remember brokensea.com is your address for more behind the scenes of Maudlin and other audio drama offerings. This is not in any way affiliated with Maudlin College and is for entertainment purposes only. Released in 2012.